What's going on everyone and welcome to the Wheelchair Pulpit Podcast. This is a pretty special one. I have my very first guest, my little sister Shay here. And we're going to talk about a topic that isn't really discussed much and that's dating in a wheelchair. And before every episode, I open up in prayer and we're pretty much just going to have a brother-sister conversation and hopefully y'all like it. So... I'm going to open up in prayer, and then we'll get started. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this time that you've given us. Thank you for this beautiful day, and I pray this with your prayer son's name. Amen. Amen. So, I talked to you a lot about this sort of topic, and from a brother-sister perspective, when you see someone in a wheelchair and they come to you advice for dating or you know the struggles of dating because I feel like I put myself out there um, I I tried the Christian mingle uh, I'm doing the upward Christian dating app you did Christian mingle for what two weeks Pretty much. <laughs> and it didn't really go through. So yeah. when you see someone in a wheelchair, uh, particularly your brother, yeah. um, what do you feel like uh, people who aren't in wheelchairs should kind of take into perspective when they, they, when they see someone in interest in a wheelchair? Um... I think that, especially with online dating, um, the first thing that you see is someone's picture, right? Um, you don't get to know somebody's heart, somebody's feelings, somebody's personality via Christian Mingle um, because basically you see a synopsis of someone's life. They're a teacher, they're a nurse, they're this, they're that, and um, it kind of only tells you a little bit about themselves. So, whenever you signed up for Christian Mingle, I think you got um, discouraged because you didn't get, oh, the matches right away. Um, things like that take time. And I think that, unfortunately, apps like that, you only see the person on the outside. And if, if I was on Christian Mingle or something like that, and I saw someone in a wheelchair, I feel like that would automatically mean some sort of struggle, some sort of, um, people typically like easy, right? Someone has an occupation that, um, is well known. Someone has a conversation starter. Um, and I feel like someone needs to get to know you before they just either swipe right or, you know, swipe left, swipe left. Yeah. I feel like, so from my perspective, I feel like I come with a lot of ups and downs when it comes to, like if I want to go on a date, Mm -hmm. and I feel like if I want to go on a date, it's just me and and the person I want to go out with, Mm -hmm. but in my situation, I have to have a caregiver, and... I have to bring a lot of like 
quote-unquote baggage yeah. um, with like having to be set up uh, with my food and stuff like that and the uh, the person that I'm trying to have a date with it's kind of awkward having that other person right there so you've been in a wheelchair for quite some how long has it been it will be seven years seven years I know wow wow seven years do you feel um because you have you've been to coffee dates and you've been to a, a lot of you know get togethers with friends do you still feel because I know at the beginning you kind of felt embarrassed or a burden do you still feel that way or are you kind of over the whole like it is what it is this is the person or this is somebody that has to be with me for me to be able to function in society eating driving doing things like that are you over the embarrassment or how do you feel if you go on a date with somebody I feel, your nurse there? I feel like when it comes to coffee dates mm-hmm. uh, I'm able to set up with the uh, coffee and then have a conversation Mm -hmm. but I think when it comes to dinner dates uh, I would have to have like my fork and a uh, a plate and stuff like that and I can't I'm not able to really stab the food by myself I would still need that assistance and I'm more thinking about the person uh, across from me and how they feel uh yeah so how would you feel if you went on a date with a uh with a wheelchair and uh, you've seen how i set up and stuff yeah how would you how would you feel would you feel put out like it's like it's not like a traditional date because i'm sure it takes a strong strong person like with a a lot of patience to do that um i disagree i think that it takes somebody strong in a wheelchair to be able to put themselves out like that. Um, if I was going on a date with somebody that was a quad, triplegic, or in a wheelchair, um, I would know what I'm getting myself into. So for someone to go to dinner and judge and be put off and be just like unaware of their eating habits or drinking habits or kind of something that you have to do to eat, if I'm uncomfortable by that, I shouldn't have went on the date in the first place. What are you going to do magically not be in a wheelchair whenever you go to dinner? You know, that's that's irrational for someone to just assume that you're going to leave your problems and then come to dinner and everything is going to be fine. So, no, I definitely don't think that that should be a worry of yours. Um, and if somebody comes to dinner and is awkward or standoffish or put off because someone has to feed you, then that's not somebody that I want you to go to dinner with because... They need to be able to handle things like that. Because if they can't handle someone feeding you at dinner, they can't handle your family. (laughs) They can't handle everything that y'all are going to go through. So, no, I don't think that um, I would feel put off if I went to dinner with somebody in a wheelchair and they were, you know. You're also the first person that I've really been around in a wheelchair. And I see how well I am with you and everybody else is with you. So, I don't really see it as a problem. Okay, and so... Uh, after the day, we de- we decide to have a relationship, and something comes up medically that uh, I'm going to have to go to the hospital for. Yeah. Um, and they, and so 
you know how my pat my last relationship was when uh uh I had my accident and yeah. uh I'm not going to go into full detail with that and I don't I don't blame her for the uh the breakup because it was somewhat mutual but I still don't blame her for the uh, breakup but when it comes to that sort of stuff do you feel like someone would be able to handle it because when it comes to patience when it comes to stuff like that they don't have the uh, the emotional if they don't have the emotional capability or patience to be with you if you go to the hospital then I mean it, it all boils down to patience it what might, do they have to be patient for? I mean, they would have to just... I, what kind I, of patients... Like, you going to the hospital for medical needs doesn't mean that they have to be patient. That's just something that is your world. As a good person or a good girlfriend or a No one should ever get aggravated because you have to go to the hospital. No one should ever be impatient because you have to go through things that you're going to have to go through for the rest of your life. Being with you wouldn't require patience in situations like that. Now, home life, you know, relationship problems, things that are actually in a relationship and not and that could be your fault, you know, because there are things that you can't control, but there are things that you can control. So, every relationship needs patience and I think someone would need to have patience whenever you have relationship issues, but having patience whenever you have to go to the hospital or at dinner is not is is not required. They just need to be a good person and understanding. So you've 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 heard my side of when it comes to uh, relationships in a wheelchair. Um, what do you feel like when it comes to because like you said I'm I'm really the only guy, uh, guy in the wheelchair that you've been around mm -hmm. um, not to put you on the spot but is there would there be any thing that you would want me to be held up on my end like do you want me to give you a heads up like I need the, uh I would need this and this, uh, so... Well, once you got into the relationship, I feel like you get to know each other, right? Also, dating now, I mean, it's been seven years, you said, since you're in your accident. <clears throat> dating now is a lot different than what it was seven years ago. Um, you were still in high school. I mean, that's crazy to think about, but you didn't go through the college experience of dating. You didn't do the after-college dating, so you didn't go through that typical dating sphere I guess growing up um, so in your mind you're still like I have to go up to the woman and ask her on a date and I have to do X Y and Z when times have changed like a girl can see you and 1000% just walk up to you and ask you to go on a date you know what I mean um, and so I think once you got into the relationship and you understood each other like Understanding you means understanding your family, means understanding your routines, understanding your life. So, I don't think that there's things that you would have to 
describe to her, unless it's intimate details, describe to her that she shouldn't already know in the process of dating you. You know what I mean? Like, knowing you, going on a dinner date with you, means knowing what your nighttime routine is. Means knowing you have to take your meds at this point. You have to do your night routine at this point. You have to be able to do all of these things. So I don't think that you have to make a list of the things that, because it's not baggage. You know what I mean? Like it's your life. It's not baggage. You're not baggage. These aren't things that you have to do to, these are the things you have to do to live. You know what I mean? You should never apologize for having to do those sorts of things. Like take your meds or leave a day early because you have to do your routines or things like that. It's not because you're stingy. It's because you have to survive. So, um, no, I don't think that there's a list of things that you would need to go ahead and give a girl and be like, just a warning because then you're just presenting yourself as like as baggage and that's not confident. And I think it honestly would scare some people off. So, so confidence on my end. Oh, for sure. For sure. Knowing that this is my life, this is who I'm going to be. Hopefully, you know, praise God at some point we'll get stronger. Right. I mean, Maybe walkings in the future, maybe not, maybe what, but if someone meets you now, they need to understand that this could potentially be the rest of their life. So you need to own your wheelchair and own this is who you are and not apologizing that you have to be fed. I think that that's crazy. True, and uh, the the people that I know that are in, that are either married or in relationships, the... Uh, person in the wheelchair wasn't already in the wheelchair before they were uh it was an accident before then so i mean that's different Mm -hmm. because they had to go through that emotional trauma right that their significant other was already was already up and walking and stuff like that so right success stories um when I talk to my friends or the community um, about you and if you're seeing anybody or if you've made that emotional connection with people, um, some people will tell me success stories of relationships and, um, you know, they'll have their wedding in a wheelchair, but he's in a wheelchair or she's in a wheelchair. There's these beautiful pictures and there's these lifelong stories, but they don't understand that most of those relationships are not met when someone is in a wheelchair like you said you are you going through that trauma together and they've already got to meet that person before being in a wheelchair unfortunately people honestly you're away you have grown tremendously since you've been in a wheelchair and if they wanted to date you before you were in a wheelchair they would 1000% want to date you now you have grown and you have become a fantastic person. And so people, if they saw your wheelchair as, I mean, it's intimidating, right? It's not easy. People like easy. They don't like difficult, but I don't view that as difficult. They have to have, they need to not be shallow. Um, And I think that people who are already in relationships, it's just easy to stay with them if they get into an accident. So they stay with easy. Yeah. And I mean it's hard for me because in my in my view, I feel like someone wouldn't want to date someone in a wheelchair because of how they would 
be viewed outside. Well, then they don't deserve you. And where'd that where'd that confidence go that we just talked about? You know, they don't deserve to be with you if they are worried about the outside. I mean, that's really any relationship. If people are so worried about your relationship and how they view you, if they look at you as a charity case or if they're worried about people not seeing you as the perfect relationship, then they don't deserve to be with you. They don't deserve to see what you have to offer. And they don't deserve to be a part of your family or future family or your journey or your success because if they're worried about what other people think, then they have a lot of other things to worry about within themselves. For sure. Plus, it takes a strong person to be without family. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I guess strong would be the word. Strong or crazy. Probably both. Most definitely both. So, I feel like this would be... This is a good uh, topic for if anyone wants to really get a feel for how a quad has his perspective on a uh, dating aspect. Well, also, you're so busy all the time. You know, you go to all these church functions, you go to all of these events, that people probably don't stop and look at you and go, oh, I wonder if he's dating anybody. You know, you make yourself seem busy. You make yourself seem, I mean, you're important. You make people look at you like you have so many other positive things going on, which you do, and that's not a lie. But people probably don't take the time to think about oh that's probably a really a a big struggle for him because people already view that you've overcame most of your struggles when in fact that's not true you know what I mean so people from the outside looking in at church or your friends or whoever probably are like oh my gosh what a strong boy which you are but it's just surface level people don't see you and go that's probably very hard for him that's probably something that He's not going to be able to do her. I mean, you went skydiving, bro. We went skydiving. We went skydiving. I would date you just because you went skydiving. <laughs> just kidding. Um, I just feel like... I just feel like a lot of people are surface level when it comes to wanting to know people's stories so they haven't actually sat down and thought about how dating for you. Because an emotional connection with somebody is important. Having that relationship with somebody and having emotions and feeling and talking and having those discussions is very important for humans. And that's something that you lack, not because it's your fault, but because you just haven't met the right person yet. I mean, I haven't either, but, you know, it's just... It is what it is. It is what it is. And they'll come eventually, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt right now or it's not difficult right now because you just can't allow yourself to be discouraged and I know and that says a lot coming from somebody who can walk you know it's really easy for people that can walk and have all the abilities to do anything it's really easy for them to say don't get discouraged Logan when in reality it's probably very hard well I think this episode went well if you think so oh yeah yeah I love how your first guest is about relationships and it's with your baby sister. Well, we both went through our breakup, fair share of 
breakups and uh, I feel like we've gotten to the uh, point in our sibling relationship that we can talk about this stuff you can say what say what you feel mm -hmm. because I know back then we would just be at each other's throats yeah. so like sure. like all siblings but uh, I think now I'm a lot more overprotective you think so oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah than I was before for sure but it's growth you know you'll find the right person as will you so, so let me just end this episode in prayer uh, is there anything else you want to talk about before we sign off? Um, nope, nope. Uh, there is nothing I want to talk about. Alrighty. So, as I always end these episodes, uh, I'm going to end in prayer. And then if you have anything else to say, you can follow me on social media at Twitter and Instagram at LoganCannon95. Uh, Facebook at Logan Cannon. Uh, if you want to follow Shay, uh, what's your social media handles? Oh, I have no idea. Um, I think my Instagram is at Shay Cannon. Um, and then I don't get on Facebook, so I'm not really sure. I think it's at Shay Cannon. Yeah, at Shay Cannon. Alrighty. So, let's end in prayer and then we'll be done. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this time that you've given us to come and record this episode. Father, I thank you for my relationship with Shay and the relationship that we've gone through through this journey. And I pray this with your person's name. Amen. Amen.